Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So let's get to some recaps and a little bit of discussion about what's going on with Surf and Turf. So uh, inspiration, Nim and Kenna, you both have inspiration still. Lazarus and Dis, anything you guys did the last three sessions, that last recording that uh, you think is er worthy of being inspired? I don't think so for Dis. I don't think there was enough. Because we kind of jumped to Ken and Lazarus for uh, a lot of that last little bit. I guess Dis went for the clothing, and then he had the interaction with not Kenna. That's true. And I mean, so what about yeah. <laughs> what about interacting with slightly pornographic not Kenna? Do you think in it deserves an inspiration? He didn't. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this was um. Uh, what was the negative to him in that point, though? <clears throat> I guess this was so shocked by first Kenna being there, because I remember him asking and going, Kenna, what are you doing here? Before the yeah. uh, the shop salesman told him what was actually going on. And then, honestly, no. no I don't think there's actually anything there I can pull an inspiration out of. Okay, then we'll leave it for now. All right, so, quick recap of last episode. So a couple of things happened. We've obviously gotten over the, the Wallace hump, and we've gotten over some of the stuff that had to deal with that. So the party has begun looking at their next big goal, which is to get into the ether and deal with whatever the hell is going on in there. Now, to do that, you guys had a couple of plans and some things that you wanted to sort out, namely first trying to find somebody who could tell you how to get into the ether and maybe give you a helping hand there, where you heard about a bard named Lance, who is named from one of our Discord members, so that'll be fun once uh, once this episode gets released and he gets to see it. Um, so two of you went to go check on that, but first everybody went to go shopping. Because everybody's got some money now, and they, they want to have the threads. <laughs> so, fancy. as a... Just to kind of help everybody keep those mental images in their mind, if everybody wouldn't just mind explaining very quickly the clothes they got, so that everybody knows how to picture their character correctly. Does everybody remember uh, what they sure. bought? Sure. So, no, Lazarus really. purchased a scapula, which was, runs down the front of his breastplate between his legs, and has the lady LDAP. With Lady of the Waterfall symbol on the front chest, mm -hmm. as well as uh, he upgraded all of his underclothes to plain simple stuff. And that's about it, besides, I suppose, the gauntlet, too. Yeah, something for the ring. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Nim <coughs> looks ex <laughs> essentially like a black mage from uh, Final Fantasy, but. Uh, <laughs> Yellow hat, blue robes, a little fancier than the black mage because he's got like some like astrologian symbols on the blue robes. Yeah, because he's the divination wizard. So, uh, that one big fat. Oh no, it was the smaller one. I didn't get the big one. Oh, it's still big on me. It's still big on you. Yeah, okay. you do have a decent sized clock. Yeah, <laughs> that cost me like three times as much as the clothes. <laughs> That's because they be popping. And uh, and then I think it was a white glove. Yeah, yeah. I think Michael you went for the Michael glove. Jackson glove. Yeah. So traffic cone hat, Michael Jackson glove. Yeah, giant clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tasteful. Yeah. Everybody knows the gnomes dressed tastefully. Super your name incognito. Like, oh yeah. Stand out. Like just running them out. I'm sure it's like you know, if you look in the book, I'm sure that's how gnomes actually dress. I always imagine gnomes mm. have a little bit more of a flamboyant gotta, dressing style. You gotta have the flair when you're that short. Like, yeah, you gotta draw attention to yourself. It's really the only way. There's definitely at least one gnome running around with a top hat that's like four feet tall. Yep. So that he looks as tall as other people. He's making up for a small dick. You can't, you can't move his head, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, we're just going to tip straight over. <laughs> uh, well, since everybody's being so judgy, Kenna, what did you buy? <laughs> um... 
Um, I bought some, like, green common clothes and, like, a nice teal common clothes outfit. Currently rocking green ones, I would assume. And, uh, leather gloves with a silver unicorn head. Stitched in. Yes. That's right. And Dis. Uh, so Dis bought a... He wanted black with gold. Uh, gold trim for a lot of things. The goal was to break kind of his image up so he could kind of stealth around a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Also attack a little bit better. So it was just... Like, really fine, black cloak, black armor, black pants, but then everything had a little bit of a gold trim on the side, especially the cloak itself, because that always feels like it breaks up your image a little bit in really dark places. He also has a white decaying Japanese goblin mask that's just on his belt now. Hangs off the side of it. That's supposed to represent Meyer. Help with Meyer. You're white. Yeah. And you copied my gloves. Oh, yeah, so just right as well. That's right. What did yours have on them? It, I think I had the symbol of... Sorry, I have to find Meyer. Meyer's symbol in there. The white, the, the white, white skull. skull. Yeah, the white human skull. Gotcha. Gold. With, like, overlay. Because I think you it was wanted black. wanted to make it look, like, decaying. Yeah, because yeah. there were oh, yeah. black gloves. But didn't it have, like, a mesh over it? So that it was, like, not super, like, popping? Uh, it, it was... was silver-threaded with a mesh over it. Yeah, because there were black gloves. But, yeah, that's the, the way it was. It was kind of obscure, or a little bit obscured on the glove itself, so you couldn't, like, somebody random person who had shit out against Meyer would go, so why do you have a skull on your glove? <laughs> Same <laughs> thing. Yo, Holmes. But enough that the connection was still there between Dis and Meyer. Yeah. Or so okay. Dis wants to think. <laughs> so everybody's got their serious threads. Which I hope everybody's happy with. And then, if I remember right, it was Kenna and Lazarus went to go check on the warehouse. Come to find out that the police are already there. The investigator is already there. Uh, there does seem to be some strangeness going on. Some of the animals have a bit of a red tinge to them nearby. And, you know, but it, it does seem like the guards are on top of things. Uh, but as Kenneth was coming back, Lazarus noticed somebody maybe keeping an eye on either them or the warehouse kind of off to the left. And Kenna was going to mouse and then run over there into the house to see what was inside. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, Dis and Nim were going to go try to find Lance uh, at the pub that he is supposedly frequenting these days. Um, and we will get to that as well. So, uh, anything anybody wants to bring up that they really want to highlight to make sure everybody stays focused for this session? Things you guys want to work on? Things you guys want to get done? Die. Okay, okay. always a good start. I mean, I think we have covered everything we're immediately doing. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so, we will pick back up with Kenna. Kenna! So, Kenna is a mouse, and she is trying to sneak into this house where Lazarus believes he saw somebody keeping an eye on things. So, Kenna, you slip in through a crack under the door, roll a perception check. Twenty-eight. Okay. Twenty-nine. Right, sorry. My perception went up. Alright, so the mouse breaks into the house and sees all. <laughs> which is pretty easy because there's not a lot in the house. Uh, it's mostly empty. A lot of the furniture seems to have been removed. Uh, unlike some of the other houses that you've seen in this area that seem like they were abandoned very, very quickly, uh, this is more like just somebody packed up and left in, in maybe a little bit more of a normal manner. Um, Yeah, it seems quite empty. Uh, There's nobody in the first room that you come inside to. Um, Is there there dust on the floor? Very much so. Okay, is there any, like, footprints in the dust? You can do a survival check, see if you can track anybody. Directly. It's gonna be a seven. Okay. So you take a look at the dust, and some of it does seem to have been disturbed, but not in very clean, footprinty fashion. It seems maybe just more kind of wind or drafts through the houses have disturbed the dust into patterns. You're not seeing anything that seems to jump out at you as footprints or a trail. Okay. Mm, I'll go check the next room. Okay. Stealthily. Uh, so there's a set of stairs that goes upwards off to your left, 
Off to your right is a door that seems to open to kind of a sitting room. The room you're in now is kind of like the dining room, and there's a door just kind of straight past you that seems like it might lead to a kitchen, just based on the kind of cupboardry that you can see from here. Go into the kitchen. Okay. So you sprint across the ground in your mouse form. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. And uh, you break into the kitchen. Break is a little, you know. <laughs> you you mouse into the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all seems quiet. Uh, again, it seems like somebody moved out of here, maybe in a more orderly pace. Most of the cupboards are open, but empty. Uh, there's no little table or anything in there. Uh, there is a wood-burning stove, though it doesn't look like it's seen use in a while. It just seems to be generally a rather empty house. And the dust in here? Uh, much the same as what you've seen. Okay. Um, I will check the sitting room. Okay. So you kind of backtrack out, go to the sitting room. The sitting room has a couple of pieces of furniture left. There's a fireplace. Somebody's left a small sort of coffee table looking uh, thing, but it's made out of kind of big chunks of raw, uh, like chopped wood. It kind of looks like maybe just somebody's like do-it-yourself project. The Each legs is just like a quarter of a log of wood, and then the tabletop is very rough-hewn as well. Seems like maybe it was just left, because nobody wanted it. Uh, outside of that, it's pretty empty. Are there any books in here? No. Okay. No, it does not appear that any have been left behind. Okay, and then I will scurry upstairs. Okay. So... You take the stairs, it takes a little while, being a mouse, but you can kind of run up the banister, the bottom bit there. And uh, up at the top level, there's not a lot up here. It's kind of just a small hallway that leads to two doors. One on your left, one on your right as you come up. Uh, judging by house layout, probably both bedrooms, but both doors are closed. Interesting. I will check with the rooms. Okay. Uh, which room first? One's to left, one's to the right? Correct. Left. Left. Okay. So, as a mouse, how are you getting through the door? This one does not have a lucky, easy gap to squeeze your way under. Is there a vent? No. Just a simple wooden door. Is there any flaw in the wood anywhere that I could potentially squeeze through? You can take a look, but the house yeah. doesn't look that dilapidated yet. Okay. Um, it only it only looks like it's maybe been abandoned a couple of months, maybe. Okay, I will I will look for sure. Uh, do an investigation check and see if you find anything. Fourteen. Okay. So you kind of run up and down the wall. You do find a small hole, but it leads through the wall to the door on the right, not the left. The left seems a little more intact. Okay. So you slip through the hole and you kind of, you kind of have to gnaw your way through a bit of wood, but it's not too bad. You know, mice. And, uh, you pop out into, again, it looks like it was probably a bedroom. Uh, if you had to guess, but it's very empty right now. There's not even curtains on the window. They're just kind of left open. There's a bit of a draft coming through there. Uh, the door is closed, uh, obviously, like it was before on this right side. And, yeah, it's just empty room. Okay. Um, there's windows in the room? Uh, this room, yeah. Okay. You're not sure about the other one. Uh, if I... Crawl up and look out the window. Is there, like, a ledge that I could potentially scurry across to look inside the other room? No, they're on opposite sides of the house. So the, the room to the right faces the street. The room to the left would face the alley. Okay. If they have an alley. You're not sure. Alrighty, then. Um, I will... Yes, I do. Um, okay, so I'll scurry back out, and I will go back to the other room. Okay. Um, and if possible, I'd like to, like, scurry up the door and try to jump onto the, the doorknob and, like, hold it as I drop. <laughs> mm. Can I do that? Maybe. I've seen mice climb straight up a wall. 
Yeah, I, I'm not so worried about the climbing. I'm worried about the door. weight distribution required to turn the door yeah. knob. Um, now, is it a knob or is it like a lever? Yeah, it, is, it is unfortunately a knob. Because I could try which to which like, does make hang things a little more it. difficult. Try to hang. If you had, if you had something to help you like swing off it, the problem is, is because it's just a round knob, you're gonna slip yeah. off if you're trying to hold an edge. There's no nothing on it. Um, it's just not the right kind of door opening mechanism for easy mouse operation. It doesn't matter where you grip it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to drop form in case there's something. Because I saw anything else about the front of the house. Uh, you can, I mean, I assume you've been keeping an eye on it with just your passive perception? No. Um, okay. I'll drop form and open the door. Okay. So you poof, all of a sudden the door handle, obviously, very accessible to you. Yeah. Uh, you turn the handle, push the door inwards, and as the door kind of swings open, you see sort of, the. it's a bit strange, the floor is kind of heaving ever so slightly. There's a like uh, a movement to it. And it takes your eyes a few moments to adjust to the darkness in this room because somebody has left curtains here. And it's just darker. And you see a sea of rats. Just like easily 50 or 60 of them. And of course, as the door kind of swung open, they all stopped whatever it was they were doing. And they've all just kind of turned to look at the door. With their little beady red eyes looking at you. Cute. Um, I will try to talk to them. All right. And just be like, "Hello, what are you guys doing here?" Translates to squeaky, squeak, squeak, squeaky, squeak, squeak, squeak them. This is weird. So there's the, there's a moment of pause before who you assume might be the alpha rat, slightly larger than the others and a little bit closer to the door, just sort of stands up on its hind legs to kind of get a better look at you. And there's this, um, there's a soft squeak from in the room, but it's kind of like all of them doing it in unison. And it's just a kind of communal, we are rats. You, you are rats. You just live in here? We do. Is it a good house to live in? It's a rat house. It's a rat house. Alright. Well? You could join the rats. Fuck. <laughs> I'm debating if I turn into a rat and just be like, yeah, I can! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we never saw Kennedy. <laughs> she became their queen. Yes. <laughs> that was just tormented. He sent her into the house alone. Believes she died. <laughs> but I'm actually debating turning into a rat. You could join us? That's what he said? Yeah? Yeah. I could join you. This is true. There seems to be a moment where where the rats, several of them look at each other, sort of a communal talking, but no sounds that you can hear. It just seems to be kind of a unspoken evaluating. Uh, finally, that large rat, but again, kind of that communal voice, uh, replies, but you are not red. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Nim may be advocating for a more <laughs> pragmatic solution. Well, it's coming. <laughs> uh, he, they, they seem to consider this once again, but the reply comes faster. The large rat once again just, we will remove the non-reds. I'm 
gonna shut the door as fast <laughs> as I can and run my Just ass out of there. Okay, you slam the door, you run down the stairs, straight out into the street. Lazarus just sees you burst through the front door like something's totally chasing you, and, and there's definitely nothing. Okay, perfect. So you maybe look a little crazy, That's but okay. but you know, I'm okay with looking crazy. Everything seems fine. Okay, I tell Lazarus what transpired in the room with the rats. You're not red, they say. I'm definitely not red. Uh, perhaps we should deal with this now. How are we gonna deal with it? There's like hundreds. Just, like, pull out the hammer. Would hundreds be a safe, a safe bet? I if there was at least fifty. Fifty. Okay. I mean, I guess I can. Yeah, we could go handle it. I guess. Well, if this is the same infection, then we probably should. Probably. We could. <laughs> To inspector later. Sounds good. I guess we're going up. Now we want to cash a lele on vibe. How long does it last again? A minute. Last a minute. Well, okay, so right when Maybe when we you get the in the door. door. Yeah. Okay. So you're just kind of like, you're like, all right, I know there's rats in there. They were kind of freaking me out. So you wrap the bat in the barbed wire and you're just like, all right, Lazarus, just open the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking ready. <laughs> She's, she's gonna swing for the fences. Oh, do you know what else I can do? Uh, can I wreck on one thing from shopping because I didn't realize I needed a spell component? Uh, sure. What do you need? Uh, I need powdered silver or iron. I imagine you could find such a thing while you were out shopping. Does it ha- say it has to be a specific value? Yeah, worth? 100 GP of holy water, powdered silver, or iron. Okay. Take 200 off your thing because everything yeah. here is double of the expense. Yeah. There's no point in me equipping the new third level spell. Well, that's usually, you know, that's, that's the trouble the with those damn spells. You usually have to use any of that shit, so. That's true, that's true. I don't remember a lot of paladin spells with components. Specifically, not components you couldn't reuse. Yeah, I couldn't remember it. Does, it reuses them? I don't know. Or is it safe consumed? Like, it could be consumed, uh, if it doesn't mention anything, it, it saves consumes them. it. Okay, oh. so you'll just have to. Yeah, it's just like anytime it mentions a GP value, it's it's not always consumed. Not always. Scrying, no. scrying doesn't consume. Uh, chromatic. Really. Also, chromatic orb doesn't burn it. Either. Yeah, chromatic orb doesn't. Yeah. I think I'm just keeping. You just have to have it. Nice. Uh, okay, so you've got what you need. You guys are both at the front door. Who's who's kicking in the door? Who's going first? Before we open the door, we'll okay. look at Lazarus and be like. So I think what we should do is I should cast Moonbeam immediately in the room. Um, the door, perhaps? So they can't get out? Well, Moonbeam is ten feet, is it not? It's a five-foot radius. So ten feet? Yep. <laughs> Ken is not good at math. Pretty okay. <laughs> Don't you math me? Well, like, how big was the room? It's like a twenty foot. The the room was about. It wasn't even that big because it's not like that well off of a house. It's more like ten by fifteen. Maybe. Oh, so Moonbeam wouldn't actually just light it up. That's what I think. Like just light so the entire room. So we can both do this. Yeah. Um. Who's aiming the door? You get door. I'll get the room because I. See in the room on the inside. Makes sense. Okay. You guys gotta get in the house first. Yep. So well, who's yeah, going yeah. through the front door first? Oh. Oh shit, they might be at the front door. Well, chance. I mean, if they're at the front door, then well, we just. Moonbeam right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll go first because I know the way. Okay. So, Kenneth, you push the front door open. And you're not immediately greeted by the signs of rats like you were mayhaps worried about. They're not right at the door. However, as you kind of poke your head in, Take a look around. You do notice they've moved. As you kind of look through that front, that that dining room, you kind of look to the right towards that sitting room, and there's about six or seven rats just across that doorway, just kind of looking at the front door. And then if you look past the dining table towards the kitchen, there are another seven or eight rats just across that door frame, staring at the front door. And then when you look up the stairs... The banister of the stairs, as well as the top of the stairs, is just covered in rats that are just staring oh at Oh my house. god, they're hive-minding us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. House. Break. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. As you open the door, 
the rat on the bottom of the banister, like the bottom of that railing that's almost right in front of the door, is that larger one. And there's just, again, that kind of projection of, you've come back to join. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, you guys were so nice. Thought I could come back. And I want to cast Moonbeam on the big rat. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll try casting it. Well, no, we're still in the entryway. I guess I do nothing for now. Okay. Okay. So, Kenna, you shout out whatever you want to shout out for Moonbeam. Are you trying to localize it just on the one rat or just kind of get as many on that banister? As many as possible, but I want to make sure he's included in it. Like, he's the main focus of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's up to you then. Do you want him literally in the focus, so only about five feet of rat up that railing get caught, or are you trying to get him on the edge and get all the rats behind him? Um, get him on the edge. No, mm-mm, I think he's, uh, no, get him in the middle. Yep, get him in the middle. Get him in the middle? Okay. Get him in the middle. So you say whatever you want to say for Moonbeam. Shiny silvery beam! All right. <laughs> Shiny silvery beam. And he just comes down from vaguely the ceiling-ish area. And, uh, cause I don't think you have to be outside for a moonbeam. No. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It comes down from somewhere. <laughs> and as the moonbeam strikes the rat, it kind of lets out a like sound and starts to kind of twitch while a lot of the rats behind it, who have also been caught in the beam, start to sort of violently twitch back and forth. Uh, and you kind of watch as they start to smolder a little bit, and they've got, like, the smoke coming off of them as their fur kind of bursts into flames a little bit. And then all of them kind of lose grip on the railing, because, you know, they're being burned. And they all just kind of slide off the railing into a heap on the floor in front of you. They look like they're dead. They seem pretty dead. That was highly effective. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the rats, however, have now begun intently staring, not at you, but at the blob of now dead rats on the floor. They seem very perturbed. Fair enough. Just killed your friends. So I imagine you're watching the rats. Yeah. Lazarus, what are you doing? I can't understand them, right? Or, no. No, so I just walk in and it's just a fucking horror oh. show of rats looking at me from all sorts of places. Yeah, I mean, it probably looks a little intimidating. Uh, I mean, what do I even do? I stand at the door and try to make sure none go out. Okay, so. sounds good. Uh, who's got the highest passive perception? It's definitely yeah. Kenna, isn't it? Yeah. So, Kenna, as you're sitting there trying to figure out what to do next... You can't help but notice that the blob of dead rats at the bottom of the stairs is starting to wiggle a little. Kind of undulating, like a big puddle of fur goo. And as you stare at it, mouth agape in horror, it starts to kind of shift in shape and kind of pull upwards a little bit. And it, it kind of splits out these two little arms, and it gets a vague face, but it kind of just looks like an amorphous blob of rat death. But as it kind of gets that little puddly shape, it just sort of very calmly, we were wrong, you could never join. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> I passed this along. Well, I mean, I'm watching this thing for yeah. yeah, it continues to grow larger the longer you leave it alone. Are the other uh, rats disappearing into... Nope, they're just watching it intently as it and continues no to change it's no longer in my moonbeam? No, no, it slipped off and onto the floor. Okay. I can move my moonbeam. Okay. Yeah, um, and I guess I'm going to use this anyways because it lasts for an hour. Um, how many rats can I get within... A ten-foot radius, and you capture that guy in it. They fell off the railing, so they're on the floor now. Actually, none if you put it right on top of them. It's 20 feet tall, too. Yeah, but they're... So they were on the railing, they slipped off. All the rest of the rats are up here. The pile's on the floor now, so they're just kind of, by happenstance, a little further away now. Well, that's a good point. When I cast Moonbeam, it has a 40-foot, like... Yeah. Right, so if the... They were caught on the staircase or anything. They were. Yeah, that's how you got a bunch. And nah. They all sloughed off onto the floor. But yeah, it continues to wiggle and grow. It's about the same size as Nim now, and it continues to um, gain height. 
Lazarus is just like, ah, well, this is going places. I just kind of like push Ken aside and just like take out the hammer. I'm just kind of like, nah. Okay, go ahead. Roll your attack roll. Fuck this rat nonsense. I say that, but he's cracking. The god weapon. It is. That's right. It is. Make it good. Hey, man. Make sure you put all the stuff on it, too. Yeah, one or not 20, no in between. Uh, no. <laughs> no in between. Either you fail or you succeed with great virulence. There is no try. 18 to hit. 18 to hit is definitely going to be a hit. Right, and I'm going to smite just because I feel like some radiant might help. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's certainly, uh, you know. Does it have a fiend tag? Uh, no. Or is it growing one? No. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it had a fiend tag, uh, Kenna's would have done double damage as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, radiant. Radiant. I don't think radiant does automatic. Or not automatic, depending on the fiend tag they are. Yeah, so but it is interesting to notice that last time Moonbeam was able to hurt one of these red things just fine, and this time it seems to have been maybe not wholly effective. Mm. So, six bludgeoning. Okay. Eight radiant. Okay. First hit. Yep. Uh, so, Lazarus, you come in, you kind of you pop out the new god hammer, you give it an appreciatory look. Yeah, and I want to make sure yes. that, like, as it forms, I do that side flick as it finishes. Nice, too. it's just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you radiant into it, so it begins to glow rather voraciously, and it kind of has a soft glow to it on its own, so it's much glowier now. And yeah, you just bring it down, and as it's coming down towards this pile of rat, the rat pile just kind of like looks up, and it's like, no! And then, and, uh, and you kind of spread it out a little, kind of like uh, hitting a ketchup packet with a hammer, yeah. and, uh, and and yeah, it just it just stops... Stop doing anything. All of the rats on the railing and in those other doorways kind of pause for a moment and then just begin to run around like crazy. Uh, no, that didn't catch them. How many rats do I think died? In that pile? Yeah. Maybe like 10. So there's 40 more? At least. Uh, they're not attacking. They're just kind of running around in aimless circles trying to find ways out of the house, seems like. Shut the door. Yeah, <laughs> shut the door. Okay, so you um, shut the door, but no, a lot of them are running towards you anyway. Yeah, um... From my, my screwing around, can I think of any exits, other exits in the house? Uh, there was a back door in the kitchen, right. the sitting room had a window, the front room had a window. There's other windows and doors. I need a fly swatter, Jesus. A fly swatter? <laughs> I like that. You need someone with a fireball. <laughs> yeah, you know what we need? <laughs> a mind spike. <laughs> it went so well last time we spiked a bunch of red yeah, things. All I have to do is just... Are they, like, grouping up anywhere in particular? No, they seem to be quite chaotic at this point, but you've already noticed the number is dwindling. You're yeah, definitely but, losing something. All right, well, I guess we just... Lazarus goes around smacking his many. Yeah, I guess I okay. can do the same with Shillelagh. Sure. Um, what I'll get you to do then is roll an attack roll and damage. And we'll kind of use that to determine how many over the course of the next couple of minutes you manage to put down. Better than Kenna. <laughs> so attack roll and damage? Uh, attack roll and damage. L like you hit him, and we'll just kind of figure out how I'll take much. it I'm not doing like smite, just my normal. Uh, it's up to you. If you want to add the smite damage to it to give you the possibility of killing more rats, so be it. Doesn't really make sense, though. Up to you. Alright. Yeah, I'll smite once. <laughs> more damage to it. Alright, so that will be fun. So, 8 bludgeoning with 13 rating. Okay. And Kenna? Uh, so my roll to hit was a 13. Okay. <laughs> and 8 damage. Okay, so 13 and 8. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Okay. So you guys go on a bit of a rampage for the next minute or two, just beating rats to death in this, in this abandoned house. And after a couple of minutes, you've noticed that almost all of them seem to have either escaped or been killed at this point. The house is much quieter now. There's not the sound of scurrying. Uh, Kenna, it is only belatedly that you realize that the weird wind tracks in the dust were probably just the rats moving through very uniform channels. Uh, nevertheless, you seem to have killed about 30, you think? Uh, but the rest have definitely escaped the building at this point. What the hell was that? That was a lot of rats. 
How covered in blood are they? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, my shin feet. down. <laughs> <laughs> shin down, there's a fair amount of blood. <laughs> Shoot, we don't even have Nim here to clean us up. Mm. Nah, you're gonna have to walk around a little bloody <laughs> until you find Nim. People might have some questions. Or you can, I mean, it's a, it's a functioning city. There are wells and shit everywhere if you just want to, like, wash your blood off. Probably. I mean, we're up in the middle of nowhere. Too. Maybe not out into the well water. I but, mean, you I know. could, I mean, I could try to blow some of the guts off of us. Okay. You could druid craft something. Yeah, else. I'm gonna druid craft to like get the guts off. Okay. So yeah, you you take a couple of moments and you clean the guts off of yourself. Um, anything else you guys would like to do? Uh, I'm gonna go look back at that fucking pile of stuff and make sure it's not. <laughs> Sure, sure. I want you to go back to the room too. You go back to the rat pile, and it, it very much does seem dead. Um, none of those bits have moved since you smited them, and, and even as the rest of the room was kind of slaughtered, it doesn't seem to have moved or congealed in any way. And overall, it seems fairly fine. You know, you wouldn't happen to have the vial from that clairvoyance potion, would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to scoop up some of this scattered. Morphing rat guts, just in case it was useful. Sure, yeah. Sometimes you just need a vial of rat guts. I just, <laughs> do you want? There's a hundred ways you can use that. Okay, Kenna, you go up to the room. The room is now empty and quiet, and looks much the same as that front room, just with the fact that it had. Just has a bit of a hindsight. Or, uh, like scratching. He's like, "What happened to the person that you saw?" I never saw a person at all. It was just rats. Odd. Rats. <laughs> I want to open up the blinds and look out. Sure. Uh, so it leads out, or it looks out to a back alley, uh, but everything seems quiet there. This whole neighborhood's pretty abandoned, so... There's no one back there? No, Do not that you see any rats? Here. No, not from where you are. Okay. Uh, so is there anything else we want to investigate? Are I don't know if I've investigated the majority of this house. Well, it's more like the rats are... Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, you I took even... some of the stuff, which is probably the best thing we can... I don't have Detect Magic on there, so... Um... So I guess we just continue to the Inspector now. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that the pile? Backtrack to So you backtrack to the site. Uh, there are lots of guards. They're digging around. They're trying to look for, you know, evidence and whatnot. Uh, as you approach, the inspector does notice you from his um, kind of standing place at the top of the rubble. Uh, and he just sort of flourishes his cloak and begins kind of walking down to where you guys are. <laughs> the flourish. As he approaches, uh, I see we are visited by our heroes. Tell me, what brings you to this forsaken place? Uh, well, Inspector, we were on our way here, but we... Well, perhaps Kenna should explain. Yeah, we encountered some rats. And not usual rats, but glowing red rats. And when you killed the rats, they morphed together and made, like, a little person rat. <laughs> rat person? Good explanation, Kenna. <laughs> I see. This is, so you know, not the first time I have heard reports of rather bizarre animals in the area. We will keep it under advisement and look for them. But at this point, there appears to be a fair amount of vermin who were, shall we say, sprinkled. That does seem to be the case. We flattened at least 30 on the way here. That is good. Also, I myself have never enjoyed flattening rats. The blood gets well all over your shins. It's very true. We noticed. Is there anything we could do to assist you guys? I'm afraid at this point that would be unlikely. We must keep the area as pristine as possible to avoid any contamination. Fair enough. Lazarus did have one inquiry. Very well. Our use of the half remaining was not entirely successful. I see. So when it comes to whether or not you are able to produce more of the blue, we may be in need. I will keep you posted. In the meantime, we have to break into the last room in the basement. We will find out what happened here. 
And rest assured, the people involved will be brought to justice. But <laughs> Lazarus is not here at the time. He is unaware of how many rooms there are. I didn't even... It looked like there was nothing left. Oh, there is always something left. It is a foolish thing to believe that just blowing up a building or burning it down removes all of the evidence. There is always something. Makes sense. Well, again, please let us know if there's anything we can do to assist, or if you come across more blue powder. Oh, I assure you, you will be on the top of my continued attention list. Well, that's ominous. <laughs> Only if you have done something wrong. This is fair. Sure haven't done anything wrong. Good. Very well. Thank you for the warning. You may be on your way. Inspector. Have a good day. <laughs> so, while the party is leaving that area and deciding what they want to do next, why don't we jump to what Nim and Dis are up to? So, you guys were heading for the pub to go look for Lance. Uh, are you heading straight there? Now that you've, you know, you've dropped Kenna and Lazarus, is there anything you want to get out of the way without them here? <laughs> Why are you inside a ship? You sound like weird, like, party poopers. <laughs> Only by alignment. I don't, uh... <laughs> I'm neutral. Neutral, good. Actually, aren't me and Kenna the only neutral ones? Yeah. I think. No, he's neutral. I'm true neutral. Mm. True neutral, yes. But there's a difference between your alignment as writ and your alignment as played. There is, yes. But nevertheless, I'm merely asking them. If you believe that I am stirring up shit, then clearly you do not trust them to not stir up shit. How shameful for them to not be trusted. So I... I think we're good? I think we're good. I think we're good. I can't think of any shenanigans. <laughs> I was also trying to think of something else about Like, well, now that the door's been opened for shenanigans... <laughs> I wasn't ready. Could we do some shenanigans? Do we have any shenanigans? Hey, what was that favorite restaurant? We're down by the road. Hey, any shenanigans? Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that being the case, then, I'll take you guys directly there, if that's how you would prefer it to be done. All right. Uh, also, sweat. I assume we're strutting down the street. This is definitely strutting. Yeah, there's quite a bit of swag. Yeah, yeah. Going on. I mean, you guys have just got new threads. Um, hmm. Roll a luck roll. We're gonna roll for swoon. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's not bad. I can't even see what your dice is. Uh, sixteen. Ten to thirteen. Okay, so you're strutting down the street. And I mean, it's not like people are just drooling as you go by, but nevertheless, you're getting some attention. There's the odd female here and there, kind of gives you a second glance as you walk by, so you feel pretty pretty good about yourselves, pretty confident. The Bee Gees are playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, before you go in, just this book. <laughs> and yes, you do find yourself at the front door of the establishment that you've been told to go to. Uh... How would you like to proceed? Open up the door. Okay. So you open the door. Uh, inside is a bar you're not altogether unfamiliar with. You've been here before. Uh, one thing that is a little different from the last time you were here is everybody was kind of quietly minding their own business last time you were here, especially with that big guy sitting in the center table. Uh, he's not there today. Uh, and the entire establishment is slightly rowdier and more packed. There's, there's more people, uh, and there is, everybody's kind of waiting in anticipation around a corner stage that has been set up since the last time you were here. And they're just kind of waiting, you know, everybody's ordering drinks and they're kind of just chatting. Seems like maybe a show is scheduled to begin or some sort of performance, but it hasn't started yet. Um, like, hmm. Uh, that's Lance getting ready. And I'll, could be, uh, let's casually approach some of these fellow humans and... <laughs> <laughs> yes, let us. Because uh, we're when, totally humans. When, when Nim talks like he's an alien that's just landed, let's totally go talk with these fellow humans. <laughs> go, I'm gonna, I want to walk up to the nearest person in there. Okay. I'm just going to... Uh, so, nearest person... Casually walk is up. Is a gnome? Ooh. 
Nice, nice. Female. Okay, okay. Oh, Nim's going for it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, let Nim I take the lead. Sexual. I am. But not with this hat on, he ain't. This hat is adding so much confidence. <laughs> He's got all the swagger right now. There. I like Nim. Okay. So you approach, and then you're like, oh, no. I'm then like, the Nim approach. I'm like, I got somebody for you. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not gonna lie. The the little gnome woman kind of like like as you were approaching, she was kind of giving you that like corner of the eye, like what the hell does this giant want with me? Look, and then you kind of like push Nim forward, and you definitely see like the eyes start at the shoes, and like there's kind of they're like, oh okay, all right, not bad, not bad. Face could use a little work, and then she hits the hat, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, I know, impressive, right? <laughs> like. She loves it. Uh, sure. <laughs> you kinda... Well, it's easy to see. I mean, us gnomes, we kinda have to stand out or else, you know, we get stepped on and kicked sometimes, you know? Well, I suppose that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, what's the... What's everyone waiting for here? It looks like a show's about to start. Yeah, yeah, they got a, a bard coming in. Tell some stories. Oh, yeah. Do, do you know his name? I don't, I don't know if I've seen him before. He's supposed to be really good, though. Ha, has he been here before, or is this his first time? No, well, I've been here. Okay. Shit. <laughs> we struck out. Uh, hearing this, because I'm right beside it, I'm going to approach somebody else, looking for somebody, the closest person to me, that's close to my height. <laughs> okay, okay. Close to your height. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How hard is it just to ask a bar who's performing? <laughs> we gotta be. There should be like okay, posters and flyers. So we have a half elf male. Half elf male? Okay. Yeah. So you kind of like, you approach, he kind of like looks over, you, you catch him checking out threads. Kind of like, I mean, he just kind of nods to himself in approval. Uh. So, <laughs> half elf. Yes. Drow. <laughs> yeah. Everybody seems to be getting ready. <clears throat> Everybody seems to be getting ready for something here. Sorry, that's on my throat. <laughs> yes, Drow. That is correct. Uh, do you know who it is? I'm kind of curious. Looks like it might be somebody worth waiting around for. Well, I mean, you could just wait around then. Well, my time's pretty valuable. I'm not sure about yours. <laughs> ah, see, being half elf, <laughs> I should have expected that from a drow. <laughs> uh, should have. <laughs> but if you insist on knowing ahead of time, yes, there is someone coming to perform. Go on. Their name? Do you know anything else about them? I'm afraid not. I don't exactly frequent this establishment on a regular basis. I wonder uh, what what does he look like? Um, Dollar-wise. How, how's this thread compared to Nim and I? Somewhere around, like, middle merchant. Okay. Like, the so, clothes are well done, but they're pragmatic. So uh, a little bit actually Lazarus. more money than you'd expect to see in this? Mm, not necessarily more money, but he definitely seems mildly uncomfortable. Hmm. Then what brings a man of... A man like yourself to a place like this? The longest pause. <laughs> no. He he's sort of like he gives you kind of another like up and down. <clears throat> Clients. Sometimes they like a nice drink in a not so nice place. Fair enough. Well, I'll leave you alone. No, head off. He's not really gonna get more info. Yeah, like, you uh, you get like five steps away and he very loudly is just Oh and drow! You should try the ale. And he just turns around and looks away. Like <laughs> Uh, Nim's just going to approach, like, a barmaid or, yeah. like, a bartender. Okay. I'm going to go to a uh, bartender as well. Barmaid or bartender? Which which one? Whichever one's closer. Well, the barmaids are in and about the crowd. The The bartender would obviously be behind, be behind the bar. Uh, I guess I'll go to the bartender because there's probably a stool there that I can climb up on and, like, actually talk to him rather than, like, pulling on, like, a bar. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's very much... A, the, the establishment has gnomes. Like, you've seen them here before, and they definitely have kind of, like, a set of stepladders that lead up to, like, the bar stools. They're inclusive. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, us gnomes do have quite the coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you hop up. Yep. 
And uh, behind the bar is this grizzled, older-looking gentleman. He's got a huge scar across one eye, eye patch. Very rustic-looking. Uh, and he just kind of gives you a bit of a look as you kind of hop up, and then he just kind of... What can I get you, boy? <laughs> oh, you sound just like me. Uh, you're, uh... I'm, I'm looking for, uh, who, who's playing the stage today? It's an unfortunate accident with my testicles once. <laughs> oh, hammer-related? No, that's the name of the band that's playing. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a new bard. It's how he prefers to be, his show to be called. An unfortunate accident with his testicles earlier. Oh! <laughs> Do we, do you know the bard's, like, official name? Like, I, uh, I know his stage name. What's his stage name? Uh, Lance Danson. Okay, um. Is Dis, are you nearby? Uh, I would have been heading to a bar, yeah. I don't know if I would have went to the same one from where I was. I would have gone to whoever was closest. Mm, if you were, like, in the crowd, there are barmaids closer. Mm. Um, but if you saw him going to the bar, it's up to you if you went with him or not. Um. I probably would have, because I'm all into the ale thing now, so I'd also go ask for an ale from all right. this guy as well. Alright. Uh, I'll I'll ask for two ales, and then I'll pass him a... I, I, I don't know how much ale is here, but... Pass him whatever you think, then. I'll just bounce him a gold coin. <laughs> Alright, he, he takes a look at it, and he seems more or less happy with the choice you've made. <laughs> Probably overpaid for that like four times, but <laughs> you just tipped him because he told you who was performing. All right. So is the you guys just gonna kind of sit at the bar until the show starts? Is that the plan? Uh yeah. Nim's just gonna sit by the bar. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So it'll be a little bit before the performance is ready. So we'll take a quick jump back to Kenan and Lazarus, just to see what they're up to while you wait for the appearance of this an unfortunate accident with my balls earlier. <laughs> uh, Alright. Lazarus and Kenan. So you guys have informed the inspector of what's been going on. What's your plan for the rest of the day looking like? Uh. <laughs> have we not? I knew that they headed to the bar. Right? I believe you all told each other what I you were up to. Yeah. I mean, what do you want to do for the rest of the day, Lazarus? <laughs> I mean, alright, I suppose we'll just head back to the bar first. You can head to the red door. Okay, so you guys can head to the same bar? Huh? It's not the name of the bar. Hmm? Yeah, what is the red door? Bar. Pub. No, that's oh, the name of the Thieves Guild. Oh, right. I don't know what the fuck the name of the bar is. <laughs> What's the name but of the she bar? does know where it is. Yeah, I've been there before. Indeed. That's yeah, right. I thought you two were going to go shopping for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's still shit we gotta go buy. It's just we don't know what's going on. That's right. I, I mean, you'll need things. Brownies. All sorts of things. Okay, uh, so, with that in mind, because there's a whole intro to the Bard, so we'll save that for the start of next episode. So we'll take it a little early today, or we'll take it a little early for this recording, and we'll come back in a couple minutes. Alright, now let me actually think of stuff. <laughs> Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.